Get ready. Welcome to the ESGC podcast. We're the purpose of the podcast. It's always to make myself money, right? We don't uh, lie or gaslight like these athletes. They say, oh, I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it for the family. I'm doing it for the universe. No, you're doing it for yourself to make money. And what we do is we teach business and financial concepts. We have a, uh, a theory of abundance we practice abundance so you give a man a fish you feed him for a day you teach a man how to fish you teach him how to fish for a lifetime so what we do is we use sports to give you insight in how to invest and every single business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome and the purpose is to figure out and tell you which teams have the most uh, high optimal opportunity this week to win or cover the spread and the over-under, right? So that's been the purpose. The outcome is we've been uh, close to 500% ROI, return on investment on our picks. We've been like that forever. My wife hasn't bought gasoline. It hasn't been non-betting money for going on 11 years. Uh, we paid for vacations. We've done a lot of stuff. So to that end, uh, a lot of people have been listening. Thank you for growing the podcast, telling people about it. A little late this week because this week's been a crazy, obscene week, and we have uh, our own businesses going. So um, sports betting, we make money doing it, but it isn't the end-all, be-all. Uh, we have other things going on. We do not charge for picks because we make enough money on our picks that now Joe Biden's going to tax us. And that's the thing to look at as sports betting gets legalized all over the, the country. We have to look at how's it going to be taxed. Are they still going to allow gambling losses to be deducted from uh, uh, business expenses, personal expenses? So go ahead and fight with your local legislature because uh, the reason sports betting is being legalized all over the country is what every single elected by a landslide and certified. <laughs> Not just saying that it's been certified as a, as a landslide victory for sports betting. So let's get into the games. Uh, we talk a lot. I have a, a financial services rep. So we talk a lot about uh, arbitrage right 
and it's arbitrage is straight out of the book. For those watching on the stream or on uh, YouTube, I'm going to get the book. Because I think it's very important to the playoff games this week. That book, FINRA, can be rated at any time, so you have to have the book out, ready to go, not do anything wrong, right? It's always the best defense. So, to that end, arbitrage is a simultaneous purchase and sale of the same or related securities to take advantage of a market inefficiency. All the coaches in the playoffs are Andy Reid disciples. Even Stefanoski, who was the water boy, or first job in the NFL was with Andy Reid, but then uh, Brad Children picked him up, and now he's the head coach of your Cleveland Browns. So what that means is we're going to bet every game, we're going to bet all the over-unders, because by doing that, you achieve arbitrage. All right, it's like buying an ETF. Uh, you got to diversify your portfolio, otherwise known as never put your eggs in one basket. So, this is Andy Rebull all the way around. Uh, he's going to influence the games, and some games that usually would go over in a crazy pandemic year are going to go under. And one great thing about sports betting is because if you're poor and middle class, you don't get uh, access to all the information, right? So you have to learn in business and in life. I have an MBA, uh, financial uh, <clears throat> services rep. You have to know how to make business decisions without, right, having all the information. So you use probability theory, use decision science, used by the Fortune 500 companies to formulate decisions right? And it's very important, especially what's going on in this country and around the world, to learn the scientific way of coming out with an outcome and making a decision so you don't afford toilet paper, right? Uh, in a pandemic. So we use decision science, we use probability theory. Now, when somebody tells you, oh, this is a lot, it's impossible. Highest level certainty you can have is 80%, right? There was a 80% chance there wasn't going to be a pandemic this year, but there was. There's no guarantees. There's no certainties in life, all right? So to that end, 52.5% is break even. And we are hitting usually about 70 to 80%. But we, you know, we're like uh, the stock market. We have prospectus. We uh, have a, a link to a spreadsheet with all the pick, picks, 100% transparent, all right? And we got people jumping on. Uh, as always, uh, Periscope, if you have any football or betting-related uh, questions or how finance, right, and betting on games, how they combine and how they're going to combine in the future, because really, when you bet on a game, really you're purchasing a, a security. And the broker-dealer, instead of Merrill Lynch, is uh, FanDuel. <laughs> or it used to be the hotel or casino. So they do not have, as much as they want to say, they do not have your best interest in mind. They do not want you to win. 
because you wiped them out. And 80% of people lose. So the fact that 80% of people lose, and we've been winning for 11 years, says a lot. All right, so let's get into the games. We built the foundation. Use business and financial concepts. We talked about arbitrage. Uh, you got to look at return to the mean. First game is your L.A. Rams against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay. The Rams played a physical Seattle Seahawks team for the third time. And usually uh, Seattle is like old school Pittsburgh. That when you play them, you usually lose the next week because you're beat up. They're an old school physical team. Uh, Darnold is hurt. He's going to play. But you got to think that after halftime, after he, uh, you know, warms up, he'll stiffen up at halftime. It's mitigated by the fact that the Green Bay Packers have an offensive lineman basically straight off of the street. So that's going to be it, an issue to look for. So I think him being hurt uh, out of the playoff games, only one team won that didn't win the rushing back. So the question is going to be, uh, can Green Bay run on the Rams? Doubtful. The Rams have the number one defense in the NFL as far as uh, stopping the run. And you got Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, the top shutdown quarter in the NFL. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and I'm a little bit biased. I'm the number one rule of betting, and we'll have it in the episode notes, the top 10 rules of betting that helps us win more than anybody else. Number one rule is you never bet your own team, right? You, you check your decision-making. Uh, we all have biases, but you try to eliminate biases as much as possible. Now, Valdez Scantling went to Lakewood High, where I graduated from, and I believe his dad went to high school with us back in the day. So I got to watch my uh, pulling for the Green Bay Packers. But looking at it objectively, uh, the fact it's going to be a little bit colder, colder than it is here, then going to help the Rams injury with uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on Pettit uh, or Pettine, whatever it is, the, the defensive coordinator used to be head coach of uh, the Cleveland Browns. He's not the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. He doesn't have to. He's made more money than his great grandkids are rich, but he came back to coach for the love of the game. He's been under a lot of criticism this year. He's had that extra time. And I know as equal as things are in the NFL, any little edge can tip the scale. As um, Mike Tomlin would say, right? He, he talks about that, those little edges, a little bit of time. So they have the week off. The Rams have traveled twice. It doesn't mean anything. A lot of uh, uh, teams have been able to do that and win. But uh, the injuries, right, it doesn't help. It doesn't help that I don't think, uh, based on my observations watching football for 40 years, that uh, Jared Goff is the sharpest tool in the shed. And, you know, a brainiac like Kid Wonder, McVeigh, is having a hard time with him. So you look at those things, right? Uh, this year we've talked about it a lot. There's, because there's been a big battle, right, between uh, – yeah, you're absolutely right. Goss is not 100% either. 
even though he isn't a hundred percent, there's always been a problem with McVeigh communicating with him and him understanding defenses. Basically, McVeigh reads the defenses for him and puts the information in his headset. So Pettit with a week off, former head coach, uh, facing criticism. I think he's going to dial up some things that are going to confuse golf. And the Rams aren't a high-scoring team anyways. All right. So looking at that, putting those things together, uh, the, the, the reason Green Bay uh, lost to San Francisco last year was lack of toughness. So you look at return to the mean. So you got fundamental analysis. So in, in investing, a tool is fundamental analysis. Within that is corporate governance. You understand the, the structure and the corporate governance of a team to place your bets, right? So that's why we talk about the coaches a lot. So uh, you got to think uh, LaFleur knows McVay. They coach together. You got to think as many years as uh, the team has been in, in the NFL, He's going to dial up something to confuse golf. And McVay is going to continue to have a hard time communicating with golf. That's why I think he wants to get rid of golf. He wants a smart guy, like a backup, right? Uh, Wolford, uh, you know, Wake Forest is almost like an Ivy League school down in the South. He wants a smart guy. He wants a smart quarterback. And even though he graduated from Berkeley, golf is not it. So for that and many reasons, we're going to go with Green Bay minus six, under 46. Now, the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. This year, uh, since there was no training camp, there hasn't been a lot of tackling uh, done in practice. Uh, in the whole COVID confusion, scores have been higher. A lot of games have gone over, but not Ram games. Uh, McVay has done a great job protecting the defense, complimentary football. He doesn't want his good defense to get tired or to be on the field too long. Uh, so he wants to do ball control, right? Uh, even though it's an air raid, the air raid really, for the most part, is a ball control offense, right? Uh, both the wide receiver, the quarterback read the defense. If it's man-to-man, uh, -man, you do vertical routes. If it's zone, you do horizontal routes and teams because of uh, the lack of practice and the confusion with practice, uh, there hasn't been a lot of sophisticated uh, game plans out there. Teams have played a lot of zone uh, and zone tends to keep games on. All right. So uh, both teams have played a lot of zone. Look for uh, Green Bay cover the six points, and under the 46. And these numbers I'm looking at it last night, you always want to get the best price, uh, shop around different casinos, different online sports as uh, we move forward. Uh, in this situation, I like to bet these games early because sometimes you get a middle. And we'll talk about that when we get to uh, Kansas City, because I, I got a little bit of a middle there uh, to make money. Again, I advertise, right? Uh, well, the most amount of variables, least amount of risk 
next game will be the Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, both teams are on long winning streaks. And it's uh, funny with Pittsburgh. It's almost the same in the NCAA tournament. We'll get to some uh, NCAA. Uh, hey, Big Rod, what's up, man? Uh, we'll get some NCAA basketball, too. I get 80% on NCAA basketball. But when betting the NCAA tournament, man, it's been crazy. It's a crazy week for everybody. It's been uh, completely insane. But today we get to be distracted by football and make money watching these games. Uh, in the NCAA tournament and the NFL playoffs, you like to wager bet on teams uh, or bet against teams that are on losing streaks. Pittsburgh was on a losing streak. Uh, they lose to Cleveland, who was on a winning streak. Both these teams are on winning streaks. And the maximum football is if you can make three first down with your legs, you win 75% of the time. That's why Lamar Jackson is so valuable. However, uh, Allen can run too. So it's going to be mitigating factors. Uh, Buffalo has had injuries on the offensive line. That in a game like this would be problematic against the Harbaugh family. But what are the big uh, business concepts, math concepts you use in sports betting is return to the mean. Uh, the guy who did well in Jeopardy, he's also a sports better. That's all he does. <clears throat> I use it, uh, but analytics doesn't work in football, but key statistics do, all right? So I look at this as a return to the mean game, revenge game theory, right? Somebody beats you on a basketball court one day, you get mad, you come back the next day ready to beat them. Uh, and these guys are professional, have a lot of pride, and the, Raven, the, the Ravens beat Buffalo last year. So what does that mean, right? Remember what we said, you know, corporate governance uh, to help determine the outcome and to determine the value of your investments, all right? Uh, remember, all the coaches, all the head coaches in the playoffs right now, they're all Andy Reid guys. They all aspire to Andy Reid's philosophy. So with the Ravens beating McDermott, McDermott had probably had a lot of sleepless nights obsessing about the Ravens. So we, I've made a lot of money with this year after year, especially in college football, uh, with revenge game theory. And we used it this year. Uh, usually if a team loses to another team early in the season, they get them back late in the season. And you make money. Remember, 52.5% of break even. You want to get to seven. The to 80%. Also, bet equal amounts on each game. Like, I bet Pac-12 basketball. When I get all my Washington State games correct, the money's just as green as these playoff games. But with that being said, revenge game theory has been 100% this year. So, I'm not going to buck against it. Uh, Lamar Jackson's ability to run make uh, three first downs with his leg is mitigated by Allen. They're traveling to Buffalo. 
And Buffalo's has a prolific offense. And again, both teams are going to play zone. And the familiarity, right? Both Andy Reid guys, both on their staff, both pretty much do the same thing. Uh, I know Harbaugh gets some things from his dad. I know he confers his brother. But he's an Andy Reid guy. He was with Andy Reid many, many years, right? Same thing for McDermott. So there's really no edge there uh, for the Ravens. So you got to go Buffalo money line, right? Salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. There's less risk. It could be a crazy game, uh, won by a late field goal. So you want to go Buffalo money line. And for it being COVID-19, no, I got the line at 50. So I, I think it's going to be 27-24, Buffalo. <clears throat> so that's going to make it over the total of 50. Remember, the average uh, score of an NFL game is 45 points. But I look for this game to go over the total of 50. Then the aforementioned Andy Reid on Sunday at 12.05 West Coast time. You got Cleveland rolling into Kansas City. Both defenses aren't the greatest. You got Spagnolo, right? Spagnolo won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator with your New York Giants and uh, Tomlin. He's going to be waiting for Baker Mayfield. Now, there's always a big controversy in sports betting as far as turnovers. Can you or can you not predict turnovers? Again, it's like anything else. Like John Wynn said, the most important word in the English dictionary is balance, right? So what does that mean as far as uh, turnovers is concerned? You can't base your outcome or you can't base your decision on who to bet on uh, predicting turnovers. You can't do that. That's a losing proposition. However, you you add it in as a factor to make that decision. Not the end all be all. Same thing for analytics. Analytics does not work in football because there's too many variables. So to ensure an outcome, you eliminate variables and covariables. So in this game, I eliminated a few variables with the over-under. I bet it right away when it came out, it was at uh, like 54. Now it's like at 68. Let me see what it is on Bovada right now. But it's close to 60 last time I saw it. So remember, Andy Reid, conservative guy, has lost a lot of games in the playoffs. The reason Andy Reid has lost a lot of games in the playoffs is because he waits for the other team to make a mistake and then pounce him, right? And he, he's heavily reliant on division games. Division games count for two. So he's empty, right? He's, he's gassed him's empty when he gets to the playoffs. Last year, he didn't because Mahomes. I think Mahomes is phenomenal. And Mahomes can get a first down with his legs. And he's a prolific thrower. So what that means is for us, the conservative nature of Harbaugh's the same way, right? But they're all uh, Andy Reid guys. 
they take the pedal off the metal. So let's say Baker Mayfield, Aaron Mills at a couple times, and Kansas City's up 28 to nothing. Andy Reid is not going to try to pile on and score points. He's going to run it. He's going to cut the game in half. Time is on our side. So he's going to run, 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 uh, run out the clock. He's not going to try to score anymore. Also, he's old school. So he wants to, all right, so uh, Cleveland has a great offense. So he's going to keep him on the bench, right? He's going to run it. Remember, they run the air raid, and the air raid can be, like the Rams are using it this year, a ball control offense, right? Cooper Cup, slant, right? Slant in between zones, right? You're going across corners in. So I like this game at the number that it's at right now to go on. And let's take a look at it right now. With things being so crazy, I wasn't going to wait till game time. So I took over uh, the low total. And now the total is at 58. So I got uh, over 54 or something like that. Let me see what exactly what it was. I got some Bavada. I got over when it came out. I got over 52, right? Actually, over 54. So at game time, I'll go under. So I could win both sides of each bet. I'm going to bet more on that on that under because uh, Andy Reid will take the pedal off the metal with a lead. Uh, again, also Bill Camahan is the is the uh, offensive line coach for Cleveland, and every time every uh, team that that Callahan works for, they end up in the Super Bowl. He was a head coach for the Raiders in the Super Bowl. He's had a great career as an assistant coach. And the running game controls the game. But it's an issue of time off the clock. They're on the road. And they're playing that uh, Spagnolo Andy Reid zone where you have to matriculate the ball down the field. So for that, many reasons, I'm taking your Cleveland Clowns plus 11. I bought the point. Salesmen think short-term, businessmen think long-term. So I bought the point, and I actually got both sides of it. They got uh, over 54, under 58. I might go under again if it hits 60 or it keeps climbing, right? Because remember, in sports betting, you're competing against uh, other bettors, and other bettors are usually wrong 80% of the time. Uh, you're competing against a casino slash broker dealer now with it being legalized everywhere. That's going to be interesting, the regulation and the taxes. Argue with your state legislators about the tax. Tell them not to uh, debit, tell them to debit gambling losses from 
your personal income taxes. Why? Because the economy will be better by you doing that and to support the hotels, the tourism industry in all the states. So again, this is a business meeting. So you gotta take a business approach. What does that mean? That means you buy the point, take the Cleveland Clowns plus 11, and how we describe uh, the over-under. Uh, at this point, I would go under. Or go under the total because if Kansas City starts winning 28 to nothing, they'll end up winning the game, uh, let's say 31 21, and that's 50 points. The next game, very interesting game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. You got uh, a lot of Super Bowl pedigree, right? You got uh, Drew Brees. Sean Payton won a Super Bowl, and Tom Brady has won several Super Bowls. Uh, New Orleans beat him twice, blew him out last time, and uh, about 80% of the time, high percentage, right, teams that sweep during the regular season beat them again in the playoffs. And it's contrarian to the uh, revenge game theory that we're using with Buffalo. Because both teams are equally talent-wise and scheme-wise. Again, they're all Andy Reid guys. Not a lot of secrets. Uh, revenge game theory with the Bucks losing twice to New Orleans. New Orleans defense has been a lot better than Ben. Uh, in recent years. So you're looking at the over under 52. They're all conservative guys, right? People talked about the Tom Brady offense, uh, that he was going to give him free reign in the offense this year. He was going to call half the plays. And lo and behold, he doesn't have a crazy throw it around offense. He has a two tight end offense, right? With uh, Cam right now. And Bronkowski, who understands Brady, and he's done a great job protecting Brady. The key to this game is going to be, in my opinion, three things. Uh, well, Kamara's hurt. Tyson Hill's hurt. They're going to play, but they're not going to be the same. So, professional game, it gives the Bucs an edge. But Devin White, LSU monster, middle linebacker. He plays out of his mind. The Bucks got a great chance. Now, with Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Evans, what does that mean? That means that Brait and Scotty Miller are going to be open. So if those guys take advantage of their opportunity, don't drop it, they'll be okay. Uh, Brady has had problems with his accuracy. Uh, if he's dialed in, Look for Tampa Bay challenge. So because of those reasons, uh, the conservative nature of these Andy Reid guys, which all of them are, look for this in a playoff situation to be uh, under 52 and take Tampa Bay plus four points. Now, to be noted, 
all right, that except for one game last week, all the teams that rushed them, controlled the game with the running game, won the game. So Fournette's going to be important. Ronald Jones is out. It doesn't matter. Shady McCoy could have a big game. Uh, but Fournette looks fine. The Tampa Bay offensive line is uh, top 10 as far as getting paid. So they have a lot of talent in a playoff game situation to kind of rise up and uh, control things with the running game. There might be a guy, a less guy in the box because of Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. And I think Chris Godwin's better than all of them. As far as consistency and being able to trust them day in, day out. Not that you can't trust the other guys, but it's very important. I think it's going to be very important in the Rams game. Uh, for Jalen Ramsey to control his emotions. This is not just physical talent. It's controlling your emotions in a difficult situation like in the playoffs. Uh, so, in this situation with a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, Arians kind of makes things a little bit different, right, than the 80% of the time that when the team gets swept during the regular season, they don't win the playoff game. So, uh, I like Tampa Bay plus four. I don't know if they're going to win the game. I think it's going to be a very close game, like their first game was. But look for it to go under, right? The way you ensure a result is by eliminating variables and covariables. All right? All right, so we track everything. This is a business. Uh, you get paid by results. That's why sports bettors... And our opinion is more valuable because if we don't win, we don't get paid. Uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw, Stephen A. Smith, all these dudes, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, Clay Travis, all these guys, regardless whether they predict the outcome of the game correctly, they still get paid. I only get paid. And I don't even get to watch. I've been married 17 years. I only get to watch. Uh, as much football as I do because I've been fortunate, lucky, and good to be consistently winning. And I'm going to do some Twitter videos, get it out there. I've done it before. Look on there, the video I did. The stockbroker, you got one stockbroker who makes you 200% one year, 500% the next year, zero year three. Who's the better broker? The guy who gives you 200% each year? Yes, because he's consistent. And you can't divide by zero. Zero kills you. you. Make you know. So you got to be consistent. Hey, Tim. What's up, man? Been a crazy week, but uh, we, we snuck in there time to uh, research these games. And we've been 18 consecutive years. Yeah, good morning. Uh, 18 consecutive weeks of profit in the NFL. Bro, look at out there. I know the guy for the athletic who picks games uh, was happy he got three weeks in a row where he had profit. We've had profit every week. And even though it's been a, a crazy year, uh, that's why having a profit 
is so important, right? Nick Saban, right? The process, the process, the process. Because we had a process, because we had a system, despite the insanity this year, we were able to monetize uh, watching the games. Remember, time is money. So uh, you're head of a family, head of a business. 80% of your time has to be in revenue generating activity. And for us, sports betting is. And you get insight into using business and financial concepts because with the legalization of sports betting in up to 40 states, the sports betting market is going to start getting regulated and it's going to mirror the stock market. So you have to be transparent. You got to have all the numbers. You have to have the methods, right? Uh, the underlying uh, methodology for why you made a decision. So that's what we do here in the podcast. We teach it. We live it. And it's abundance. We give you free information that you don't have to pay Action Sports 300 bucks. We can uh, give you better information, better results, and not charge you the money. And then you learn about yourself and the world around you. We always close Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life in what you give. Thank you for listening and growing uh, the ESBC Sports Betting and uh, Financial Networks. And it's getting through to people, right? The same way you make investment, same way you buy stock, the same way you bet on games. All right. Have a great time watching the playoffs, getting distracted from the craziness. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm a bad